Welcome to the Winter Palace. I'm your host, Mark Cole, editor and publisher of Odessa Steps Magazine. Today on the show, we have Lucha Memes promoter Danny Ledesma to talk about his two upcoming shows this weekend in Mexico. We talk about how he got his start in the business, his working relationship with CMLL, his plans to push the younger talent in Lucha Libre, how this weekend shows will be available on video, and more. Uh, I want to thank also uh, friends of the show, Cubs fan and Rob Viper for their help in preparing for this interview. We've done a bunch of wrestling stuff of late. The plan is to have some more diversification in the near future with some of the interviews we have lined up. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Winter Palace. It's a big weekend of shows for our next guest, running two shows featuring some of our favorite luchadors in Mexico. To talk about the shows and running one of the big super indies in lucha, please welcome to the show Danny from Lucha Memes. Hello, Mark. Thanks for inviting me to your podcast, and I'm ready for to answer any questions you have. For people that don't know, uh, you've been promoting i guess for maybe about 10 years is that about right and for various promotions in mexico yeah i started 10 years ago uh, when i was at the university uh, my first let's say joke because of pro wrestling was the lucha libre expo la experiencia the one they used to run at the biggest expo center in mexico uh, it was my final work at my university so the people that were organizing the, the event, they found me in my messenger and then they contacted me and then I started because of that. Then I started doing the marketing of Crazy Boy, the, uh, his advertising, his the slogans and everything of Crazy Boy. And then he invited me to make the marketing of DTU. That was the first promotion I worked. So I started doing the, the marketing and the advertising and let's say four months uh, after the first event, I was running uh, most of the shows in Mexico City in Arena Lopez Mateos. I was doing the booking, the administration, everything about the shows of DTU, the advertising, the designs, everything, all the ideas, all the concept was because of me. And that's, that was when I started. And then I leave DTU after the third anniversary because we have some problems. And I created Luchapov, another indie promotion that had uh, his good stuff. And after that, I decided to retire of pro wrestling. And then Chilanga Mask, uh, he, he looked for me and he invited me to, re to return to pro wrestling. And because of Chilanga Mask, I decided to return 
and have like let's say a second opportunity in the pro wrestling world in the lucha libre world and here here i am now after chilanga mask with lucha memes and all the concept of with chairo we'll get to those shows but chairo nine is coming up this weekend on sunday and you're also running a show on saturday yeah that's right in puebla in coliseo san ramon um, I guess the the thing I'm really curious about most is you now have a working agreement with CMLL. You ha- you ran a show where the Panther and Guerrero Maya Jr. defended their Arena Coliseo tag titles against uh, Black Terry and Negro Navarro, and the veterans ended up winning that match. And people can read my review of that match uh, elsewhere on the website. How did your working agreement with CMLL come about? Well, uh, when I started in DTU, all, all I was, I was working with AAA because of, of Crazy Boy. So that was, let's say, my first uh, introduction to Lucha Libre. And then Dorian Roldan, he once sent me an email and he invited me to work with, with uh, AAA. So let's say my first years were all around AAA. Uh, in all the events, all the talent was with AAA. But then uh, when I started with Chilanga Mask, I decided to try something new. So we started working with uh, Consejo Mundial, but with Arcángel de la Muerte. So we had experience that he used to get us the, all the talent we wanted. But after the show I had with Chilanga Mask, where we made the, the show with El Dandy and Satanico, that was supposed to be the retirement match of El Dandy. After the event, I had a lot of problems with the Consejo Mundial talent because they told me that I owed them money. They, they didn't get all the money they were supposed to get. So when I started investigating and all that, it was because of Arcángel, because he kept most of the money. So it was a bad experience for me. And then I decided to run another Chilanga Masks show with only female talent, all the female talent from Consejo. And Arcángel de la, de la Muerte, he blocked me all the talent, let's say three, two weeks before the event. So I was very mad, I was very angry. And I, they, I decided to go to Consejo. I was like trying to to open a new door and my surprise was when I get to Consejo Mundial and with the people, the department of booking with Feliciano, with Panico, Colombo, they were very open with me. I told them about my experience with Arcángel de la Muerte and they told me, hey Daniel, let's do this uh, with the office, with us, don't do it uh, around Arcángel de la Muerte. So I started working, asking them for the talent, paying the Consejo Mundial all the money for the talent and they started watching all my matches in my events and the results and also hearing about the talent the the wrestlers from Consejo were very happy when they uh, went to my events because they were free they started doing good matches having new uh, opponents so they it, it was like the main thing that opened me the door with Consejo and then I started to have a monthly me- meeting with them with the people from Consejo and then we started having an excellent relationship and I started bringing new ideas. I told them that I was a very crazy guy in, in Lucha Libre so that I had so many ideas and they started hearing my ideas and they were very open. 
and we started doing a lot of stuff like the championship uh, and new new stuff in the bands and something like the the thing you saw with Raymond Rowe Raymond Rowe I brought Raymond Rowe and I told Consejo if they wanted Raymond Rowe for their shows and they told me yeah it's no problem so we started working that way and when they got talent from New Japan like Yoshitatsu they told me hey Daniel we we pay the ticket for Yoshitatsu do you want him in your event yeah sure no problem and we created that relationship and I was allowed to work with Consejo, Ring of Honor Talent and New Japan Progressing Talent. And it seems like it's been a win-win for everyone because uh, it seems like a lot of the guys from CMLL who may, I guess, especially for us American Internet fans, think should be you know, given more of an opportunity you've been able to use them and let them uh, like wrestle without any any limitations you know that they may have to deal with when they're regularly working for CMLL so i think it seems like it's a it's good for you it's good for the the luchadors and it's good for the fans yeah that that's right when i was at AAA and i was doing the DTU shows and something i learned that you need to motivate the talent in your shows so they have great matches I learned this from a match I booked when I was Mari and Fabi Apache against Los Traumas. When Fabi and Mari knew they were facing Los Traumas, it was the first time I saw Mari and Fabi scared in their face. They, the reaction with their face was like scared people. They told me, "Now nah, we need to go to the to the to do more training. We need we need to learn more stuff. We need to have a great match with with Traumas." And when I told the traumas, they were like, oh, my God, we, we, are, we are going to have a, a difficult match, uh, a match that is going to have a lot of interest. So we have to prepare for this match. So that was the first time I knew I had to put some pressure in the talent to bring them out of their comfort zone so they could give me the best they have. And that's what I have been recreating in my new uh, shows. I always put, uh, let's say... Uh, risks to the, to those talent uh, i don't want them in the comfortable zone i want them to to have like uh to be scared to be nervous about their matches so that's what i'm doing uh, when i book for example dragon lee against negro navarro i also knew that dragon lee was kind of worried no for example so i i know how to bring the best from the all the talent and that's what i'm doing with the consejo mundial the lucha libre talent when I started with them, I told them, I don't want your big stars. I want your your new, your new stars, your future stars. Those are the talent I'm interested to work with. So I started with Hechicero, with Dragon Lee, and all those kind of wrestlers. And I knew they could give me even more than what they give to the Consejo Mundial. Now, we said uh, you've got shows, uh, uh, two, two shows this weekend. You also have already run this month. Are you... Are you uh, trying to up your schedule to a more regular basis, or um, are you are you worried maybe that you're you're running? I don't want to say you're running too many shows, but there maybe not be as spaced out as you maybe should be. Yeah, is that, is that I, something to worry about as an indie promoter? No, and my motivation, my real motivation, it's not not a secret, is that I'm planning to get married. So when I was a 
promoter before this it was for me a monthly show was okay but when you're planning your wedding and all your future with your couple and all that it brings you more pressure so in fact my my girlfriend is not from mexico she's from another country so uh, i'm planning to go and live with her to her country so i need to save more money to make more shows and uh, i'm trying to open more more spaces for my shows so when i come back from uh, nicaragua uh, i can have like more more places to run shows and be more active uh, my my idea is to stay like two weeks or three weeks in Nicaragua and then return to Mexico like 10 days or, or a week to run some shows. So that's what I'm trying to open new, new spaces and uh, create more opportunities for me. Uh, as I told you, this is because I'm getting married. <laughs> that's the, the real, the real. Now you said that you said that you, you, you brought in Ray Monroe from, from ring of honor. Has there been anybody from, uh, the States or maybe Japan that you tried to book that you haven't been able to get booked yet? Yeah, we're having some kind of problems with New Japan Pro Wrestlers because of their schedule. It's very difficult to bring them over here. And with Ring of Honor, um, uh, Raymond Rowe told me that the people uh, that are in charge of Ring of Honor, they want to speak with me. So I'm going to Orlando to the WrestleMania weekend and I will be for some minutes with the Ring of Honor uh, people. So I will start working and uh, seeing what we can do between Ring of Honor, CMLL, and Lucha Memes. That's the idea. So what I want to do with Consejo is to take advantage of that talent and so I can use them and they can use them in their weekly shows. So we are trying to bring more, more talent and more independent talent as Zack Sabre, for example. So what I want to do is to give a more international touch to my events, because I know if I bring more international indie wrestlers, I can be, uh, I can have more success in the American market. I was close to that option be before I was planning my, my wedding, but <laughs> after my wedding stuff, I, I have to be like more open. So that's why we try the BOD and we are trying like more, more stuff for the international uh, fans of our product. So maybe we're going to be like in a platform so you can have all our, all our, how can I say, matches and events in a platform so you can be like subscribe monthly or week uh, to that platform and you get all my, my events. That was going to be uh, something I was going to get to because I know uh, in the past, there have been some of your shows that, like, especially like those of us in, in America wanted to see, but weren't available. And I know there seems to be there seem to be more avenues being opened. You know, you have you know Flow Slam and Power Power Slam TV is working with with Black Terry Jr. And I know that Black Terry Jr. has filmed your stuff in the past. And like you said, you had the the VOD for the last show where you got where people could get a couple matches. So I was going to ask, you know, what your future was with that, and maybe more specifically, what are your your video plans for the for the show this this weekend? Uh, I'm planning uh, something with Jose Manuel Guillén from Mas Lucha. We started almost at the same time in our project, so I I had a meeting with Guillén and and I told him our life is changing. 
both of us, Guillen and myself, we, we have a, a formal couple, so we're planning things for our future. And I was telling Jose Manuel, hey, we need to be like more creative if we have to have uh, better incomes of Lucha Libre and we can still be in this industry. So Guillen understand me uh, 100% because he's living something similar like me. So we are not the young guys that we used to run shows or he was doing his shows like uh, Tercera Caída and, and we were happy with the money we were having as an income. Right now it's not only ourselves, it's our couple, our family in the future. So we have to be more more open. So Guillen told me, hey, I have all your, your events since you were doing DTU, since you were doing Lucha Pop, since you were doing your Chilanga Mask stuff, I have everything. So I told Guillen, hey, let's try to find the, the perfect place to put that material so we can uh, give it to the fans for a certain account certain amount of money and do it even more in the future. So I told Guillen for Chairo 9 uh, to try the same BOD stuff as Chairo 8. We didn't do it for the uh, last event in Coacalco because they had a problem with one of the cameras. They only, they had a problem with the camera so we didn't have the right material. So we're trying it once again for next Sunday. So I think the best the best matches that we have next Sunday, we're going to put them on, on a BLD, maybe two or three. That's the idea. The, the Sunday show is has a really good lineup, and there's probably, you know, four or five of the of the matches, I would guess, sort of the, the Lucha Internet community would want to see based on the people that are in it. Certainly, I know... You know, people are going to want to see the the title match between Terry and Navarro versus Hechicero and Virus. I mean, that those are you know amongst some of the most favorite luchadors of of people on the internet. And then you know you've got Puma and Tiger in another match, and you've got Dragon Lee and Soberano. And you know Soberano's come on so strongly this year since he went since he went to Japan. And then, of course, you've got Atlantis in the main event. So I think, you know, those are all things I think people would want to see. Yeah, I'm trying to have a product that has, a, that create interest in a lot of different fans of Lucha Libre. My events have all kinds of, of, of Lucha Libre. This event has more tag team matches, but each Chairo is different. Last Chairo, it was like the international match, the dream match between Raymond Rowe and Rouge. And this one is more about tag teams and have like great matches, great talent and bringing people from Veracruz that they are not well known over here. And I'm trying to to create even more more stars as, as we did last year. Last year, I bet in Caifan and in Pagano and we, we get the results we were expecting. So I'm trying this once again this year. I'm trying to create like four or five stars and create new talent, like the thing we, we have with Astrolux, uh, to take advantage of our kind of events and create futures. I guess maybe if we just limit this to, like, uh, Lucha Memes, has there been a match so far that uh, you thought was going to be work out well on paper that didn't work out the way you expected? And... Is there a match that you've wanted to do so far, but you haven't been able to put all the pieces together yet? 
Pues the first one maybe was Caifán against Mephisto. I had a lot of expectations in that match, but after the first like three or four minutes, Mephisto got uh, injured. So it was a mess and it was a match that most of the fans, they regret me. So maybe that match is, is the first the first example. And the second one, it was Atlantis against Octagon uh, that I wanted to do it because my, I was the biggest fan of Octagon. Octagon was the pro wrestler that I used to follow the most when I was a, a fan, when I was a kid. So that was a dream match for most of the guys that we used to like Lucha Libre in the 80s and the 90s. And I couldn't do it. So that's a match maybe that I I couldn't do it, but I I have the dream to make that match possible. I guess we can say the card on Saturday is going to be in Puebla, and that's headlined by Centella de Oro versus Echicero. And Sammy Guevara is on the show, and V. Roos is on the show, and Astrolux, you mentioned, is on the show. And then yeah. the Saturday show is in Nalcapan, and that's uh, Atlantis versus Ultimo Vampiro. And then, we like we said earlier, Dragon League and Soberano versus Sammy Guevara and Sadiko. And then the, the tag match that I think most of us are probably looking forward to, Navarro and Terry versus Hechicero and Virus. And then Puma and Tiger are in a tag match. The Traumas are in a tag match, and then some of the CML minis are in a trios match, and then there are a couple other matches. Um, is there one of those on that you're looking forward to more than... Obviously, you booked the show, so you wanted to see all these matches, but is there one that stands out more than the others? Uh, I want to see the tag team match with the one of Sami Guevara and Sadiko against uh, Soberano and Dragon Lee. I want to see the... How... Um, Sammy Guevara against Dragon Lee I think it's going to be something explosive and also the tag team uh, title match I have a, lo a lot of expectations because I think it's going to be one of the best matches of the year when I was at Consejo I told him I want you to give me the best two challengers you have for Terry and Navarro and they told me we will send you Virus and Rey Hechicero and I was happy because I'm, I, I was for sure that I was having one of the great matches of the year. People who listen to the pod and have read the website and the magazine know what a big fan of Hechicero I am. You know, he was on the cover of our magazine last year. So, uh, you know, and I went to see, you know, when I went to Baltimore just to see those guys wrestle for Ring of Honor. So, yes, him and Virus is almost sort of like a dream team. You know, you could put Hechicero with almost anybody. I mean, he has such a great... He has such great chemistry with Cavernario too. Yeah, I mean, he's so great, you can put him almost with anybody, and there's, you're going to have a good match. Yeah, that, that's for true. Echicero, for me, is one of the best wrestlers right now in this moment, and each event that I get the chance to do something with Echicero, I do it. I have done so many crazy stuff with Echicero, and each match that I put Echicero is always a good match against Ronnie Mendoza, against Pagano, against um, who else Sammy Guevara uh, Judas El Traidor and so many others so it's a privilege to have the opportunity to have once again Hechicero and he is one of the wrestlers of Consejo Mundial de Lucha Libre that he let's say that he feels the Chairo t-shirt he 
he feels part of the of the crew of the of the Chairo fans of the Chairo events. He feels 100% part of us. I think he's definitely one of the people that benefits from being able to work outside of the constraints, I guess, for you know, for CMLL, especially since you know he, you know, he doesn't always get to wrestle high on the card, so he's wrestling in the middle, and so he may not be able to do everything that he can do. And I know, you know, when he wrestles for the indies, whether it's for you or or someone else, you know. He's always has has a great match, and you know, and you look at like Puma and Tiger are the same way. You know, they're doing more indies. I know they're going to be coming to the states. I think sometime this summer to, to do shows. So, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to to getting to watch them work too. Yeah, right now this year we have the project with Tiger and Puma. Uh, also, another one of my projects is Soberano Jr. I have a lot of faith in Soberano. I think he's going to be one of the best ones in the next year. So I want to to help him with some matches in our events. So after this event, we are going to have great matches with Soberano. We're going to make some crazy mixes with him. Also with Puma, with Tiger, and I don't know, many others from the Consejo. As I told you, when I was at the Consejo the first time, I told them, I don't want your big stars. I want your new talent. I want to help your new talent. And when I get older, and when I maybe I'm not in this business business anymore, I want to be happy. Oh, you're breaking up. Yes, I hear you. Okay. No, you were talking about being happy to being able to book some of the some of the lower card guy or the mid card guys. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I told you. I I have always had that contact with Consejo, and I always. Uh, Tell them I want your mid card guys, your low card guys, and I I want to help them in their careers to make them even bigger because I know in the consejo it's gonna take more time for them. So I want to take let's say the uh, a faster road in my events and help them to be uh, big stars in the future. Have you used uh, any of the new Dinamitas yet? Because for being so young, those guys seem to be very good. I mean, it seems like they're already getting sort of pushed up the card from just the short time they've been working there. Yeah, only in the in the match against Terry and Navarro, but we have also projects with Sansón, with Cuatrero, with Forastero. And they, yeah, they told me in Consejo that they have a lot of faith in them and that they're going to be uh, the stars of the of the of the Consejo Mundial in in a short period of time. That they have a lot of faith and that they know that. The new Dinamitas are going to be in the main event in the next year, so they 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 want they want them also to have. Yeah, I I lost like the last like half a minute of that when you were talking about the Dinamitas. I I only have them with against Terry and Navarro in the show of February, but I have a good experience with them. And as I told you, the Mundial, the Lucha Libre, they in there. They told me that. They, I think they, they can be in the main in the main uh, matches in a short period of time. I, I want to take also advantage of the new Dinamitas. And when I work with them, I saw a lot of, of blood. They are like the reloaded ones. They are even better than their uncles and fathers. So they have a, a bright future. And I'm sure they are going to be stars of the Arena Mexico. Danny, I want to thank you very much 
for doing the show. Uh, like we said, these two, the the two shows Saturday, the show is in Puebla. Um, Sunday, the show is in Nakapan. Hopefully, we'll be able to see them after the fact uh, online in some form. Like you said, you know that'll be coming forth. So we will be looking forward to seeing that. And good luck in the future, and good luck with your wedding. Uh, thanks a lot, and I'm very I appreciate your time and that you're interested in our product. And yeah, I'm sure that you will get the BOD of this event. And uh, I want also to to for all the international fans to get the Coliseo show, maybe not in a BOD, maybe in in a night pay per view. So I will do all my best for you to get that show. Uh, for a night pay-per-view, that historic event, and so you can enjoy it at the at the same time and, and at the same moment that all the fans from Mexico will be enjoying that event at Arena Coliseo. That that will be great. Uh, that will be something for us to look forward to. Thanks again, Danny, and we will talk to everybody next time. Oh.